you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, October 25th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, a man who wasn't just the first overall pick of an NFL draft. He was the first ever pick of an NFL franchise. The Houston Texans franchise, to be exact. It was a rare moment and a unique accomplishment. So... With that in mind, with the first overall pick, NFL Total Access, the podcast selects David Carr. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, David will attempt to do what Sean McDermott and Ken Dorsey haven't been able to do, and that's to make the necessary adjustments to the Buffalo Bills. David also has a couple of trades he'd like to see happen before next week's trade deadline. I have that good tease line. I gave it to you yesterday. Uh, the line is this, the one trade that makes the Cowboys the best team in the NFC, the two trades that make the Cowboys the best team in the NFL. Sounds good, but is there anything to it? We'll see. But first, this. How back, under pressure, avoids the sack, spins away, throws left, and the pass is incomplete. Intended for Dotson. Isaiah Simmons got pressure on the quarterback, forcing a bad throw, and the Giants stop Washington on fourth and five with 56 seconds left. Okay, David Carr, you watched it happen. Tyrod Taylor led the Giants, your Giants, to that close loss versus the Bills, but then he came back and led them to that tough divisional win over my commanders. Damn you for that. Is there a tough decision for Brian Dayball to make when Daniel Jones is ready? No, no, that's not. There isn't. There, no, I mean, look, he's he, Tyrod's played fantastic, and you know, I think that what he's done is exactly what you'd hoped he would do. He's a great athlete, he's an experienced quarterback, he's played a lot of football in this league, and he's just moved the chains. And I think that, you know, if Daniel is healthy, there's no real decision here. I mean, when I look at what happened in particular against Washington, I mean, you had a healthy Saquon Barkley, you had a healthy Darren Waller, and wow, their offense is pretty good. And that's kind of what we saw from Daniel last year, minus a healthy Darren Waller. Like, you just insert him. I think that he's going to be just fine. I think that everything that you did with, with Tyrod is exactly what you can do with Daniel. So, I mean, 
he's your franchise quarterback. This is this is not even really a conversation. I don't think inside the building. I think it's mostly for us. But he has played well. Like I think the one thing that you know Daniel can look at is he can say, you know what, there have been some shots down the field in one-on-one opportunities. You know that the Tyrod has given his guys a chance to make plays, and he's thrown good footballs. You know, so that might be an element that you can say, all right, Danny, maybe we got to, you know, if we got this shot here, we can take advantage of this. You know, that's sometimes when you're a, you know, a veteran quarterback, you're an experienced guy, and you get a chance to go in there and play. Sometimes you can teach something to a young quarterback, you know, that's been kind of learning his way through an offensive system. And Tyrod's been in this system for a while. I remember he's played in this before, even when he was up in Buffalo. Like, he knows what Brian's trying to do. So I think that that's, that's a good thing. I think that's an absolute good thing to have in your quarterback room, a guy that can play and can show your young quarterback, hey, maybe you can take some more shots here. You can do some things here. You know, the, the ability to buy time and dance around and make plays, you know, kind of outside the X's and O's has been good as well. So Daniel's clearly capable of doing all of those things, you know, and then also moving the offense forward with both those key components healthy. So I think that they're going to be just fine. You didn't hesitate at all on this answer. So can I infer from that that there is nothing that Tyrod does that Daniel can't do, but that there may be a thing or two that Daniel does that Tyrod simply can't do? Yeah, I think that I think Daniel in the intermediate passing area in the, you know, as far as just his processing of full field reads like Daniel's, he's actually really good at that. Like he, he reminds me of what I would see from Eli in that realm as far as, you know, being able to throw into space and kind of throw guys open. He really excels there. You know, Tyrod has always been a guy that relies on exactly what kind of what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, making plays with his legs. If it's a clean one-on-one throw, I'm going to give you a good ball, but I'm not necessarily going to just chop guys up in zone defense. I'm not really going to rip through progressions. That's not really been his strength. We've seen him kind of do this before, play well in a couple games, and then defense is kind of like, okay, we'll give him some different looks. You know, we'll make him, and he's not really, he's, he's almost reluctant to kind of do that. He'll rely more on, I'm just going to move with my legs and kind of make some plays. It's not really sustainable. You know, Danny is more of a guy that's going to sustain offense by making the right decision. I mean, he's thrown at a high completion percentage in Brian's offense in the past, even less last year. So I think that you gave him a full boat of healthy guys, a, a decent offensive line. That run game has been nice, you know, the last couple weeks. I, Danny going to be just fine. That, and then defense is starting to play better too. Defensively, they're starting to find their stride as well. You know, that's the other thing with Wink is like, he's got some components he's moving around. He expected this defense to be a lot better than they have been, you know, in the first couple weeks, but they've started to find their stride as well, just like Brian Flores has in Minnesota with what guys can I ask to do certain things. And he's kind of finding a little bit of a niche there and he's got to roll in a little bit. So that's a good combination for Danny to step back in and play good football. When you look at the end of that Bills game two weeks ago, mm-hmm. we saw, well, the end of each half in that yeah, Bills game two weeks ago, stuff, right? We yeah. saw Tarad check down to a run at the end of that first half. And of course, yeah. Brian Dayball was fuming yeah. on the way into the tunnel. But I get a sense that what you're suggesting and certainly what we remember, Daniel Jones, his use in the run game on a play like that and at the end of the game as well when they had a couple shots to get into the end zone. Instead of a run play or a simple pass play, Daniel Jones is probably moving the pocket himself. Yeah, he can do a lot of different things. if necessary, he's going for the pylon himself so he can be the runner or the passer in both of those situations. Yeah, exactly. And and you you can do more with Daniel because of kind of what we talked about. Like he has a high processor like so he can do some of the rpos with reads down the field and brian likes to do that he pushes he pushes the envelope as far as what he asked danny to do inside the course of some of these rpos that look simple on the surface 
they're actually pretty advanced, and Daniel's really good at them. He's a better athlete than people give him credit for. Like he actually can move really well, and he's not afraid to do that as well. So I think that that just gives you more. It just gives you more at so many different levels of quarterback play. That if all these guys are healthy, and you do have a healthy Saquon and a healthy Darren Waller, and a defense that's starting to play better, man, now insert your franchise quarterback, and let's see how good this Giants team can be. Translation, Brian Dayball does not have a difficult decision to make when Daniel Jones is cleared to play again. Tyrod Taylor did a very good job yeah. in Daniel's stead, but again, Tyrod did his job. Now it's time for Daniel to do his job, which is to be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, and the next topic is wardrobe changes, specifically a uniform change expected to be the story for a few NFL stars before next Tuesday's trade deadline. Some names that have been thrown out as recently as Monday night in the pregame talk before that Vikings stunning win over the Niners. A lot of talk about Daniil Hunter, mm -hmm. that defensive end for the Vikings. Still some lingering talk about Kirk Cousins before the game. I should think a lot less talk after that game. Game. Kevin Bayard was the latest big move to be made. The Titans uh, sending their two-time All-Pro safety to the Eagles, of course. The Eagles continue to get richer in terms of that roster. But that move that the Titans made had people wondering, is this a fire sale for Tennessee? And if so, are names like DeAndre Hopkins and, yes, even Derrick Henry potential 
trade pieces. My question for you is you have a couple names in mind of guys you would like to see on the move before Tuesday's trade deadline. Yeah. Who's the first name on your list? Pat Sertain. I think that he's a guy that is an elite level player uh, for the Denver Broncos. And I believe that the Denver Broncos are going to be on the sell list, right? They're looking to get some draft picks back from what they had to give away for their quarterback and their head coach. And Pat is an elite level corner. And so I think that any team with secondary issues, or maybe they've lost a star player there, and they're a team that feels like they can go do something in their division and then into the playoffs, like look at Denver, call Sean Payton, see if Pat Sertain is available because he is a dynamic playmaker that I've watched him single-handedly against Devontae Adams last year. He was really the only guy that stopped him. You know, he, the guy can line up in man coverage. He can play off the ball. He has all the instincts that his dad had, maybe even more athleticism. So that would be a fantastic move by anyone needing him. Pat Sertan, the ninth overall pick of the 2021 draft, an all-pro pro bowler in 2022, wears number two, currently wears orange and blue, but that's now. This was a former SEC Defensive Player of the Year. That's saying something coming from yeah. that conference. He was also, of course, a national champion. What he would like to be is a Super Bowl champion. So if we are having fun, let's say we're his agent and we're placing <laughs> him on the perfect team, what is the perfect team? So the perfect team, just probably parameters, would be a team that is literally a cornerback away from being a Super Bowl champion or a Super Bowl contender. And so I think that there's two teams. Right? I think that you look at the Buffalo Bills and yes. the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so the Buffalo Bills in the absence of Tredavious White. That's right. That's a perfect, that's a hole that is gaping, a hole that needs to be filled, and Pat Sertan is the perfect person to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think he'd be great there. I think that that would be a... a I mean, I look at what Sean does, and he uses so many different components, and he's got an already veteran secondary. If you were able to place in a guy like Pat Sertan that can just take away, you know, one half of the field essentially, or you can put him on, you know, that team's best player, insert Tyreek Hill, insert whoever you want, right? He's going to – I have I have advantage Pat in almost every scenario <laughs> that I can envision, right? So, man, imagine that chess piece for Sean McDermott in Buffalo – with the loss of Tredavious White, I think that that would be brilliant. So, Patrick Sertan in a Bills uniform. Truth be told, I can see it. But you said there are two teams that you think he might be a good fit before Tuesday's trade deadline. Well, I think that when we looked at the Dallas Cowboys before the season with what they had on the outside, when I watched them in training camp, it was hard for Dak to find a completion. Because they had Gilmore on one side right. and, and Diggs on the other Trayvon side. Trayvon Diggs on the other. And now without Diggs, still with Gilmore, who I think still is playing at a high level, if you insert Pat into that, defensive structure all of a sudden that team just got worlds better because now you're right back to where you were and I, I would I would argue probably a top three defense with the ability to use Micah and what they have going on up front and just really shut people down on the outside that makes it really tough because now you can get really aggressive as Dan Quinn likes to do with that safety down in the box you don't have to worry about that one corner spot maybe being limited. Not that not that Bland has been limited, but he's not going to be favorably, you know, matched up against guys that are opposite him. But I think that if Pat was out there, he would be. And now Dan Quinn, like I said, likes to bring that extra guy down in the box to stop the run. You think about the teams that are going to have to play Philadelphia. Do you think you need that extra guy down there? Yeah, damn you think right you, you do. Think, you think you need a guy to stop A.J. Brown? Yes. Like Pat Sertain, I would line him up against A.J. Brown every snap, and I'd feel 100% confident he could cover him all over the field. Okay, I love that you said that because the line that I wrote, and again, I wrote it without any shape or sense for where you were going to go with this, was 
the one trade that makes the Dallas Cowboys the best team in the NFC, and I think that that might actually do it. Pat Sertan yeah. to the Cowboys might actually give them the edge over, yes, the Niners, and yes, certainly in their division, the Eagles. Might, might, small m in quotes. The second move that I had in mind, the two trades that would make them the best team in the NFL, well, that's a pie-in-the-sky trade that I don't think the Tennessee Titans would ever make. But number 22, Derrick Henry, to the Dallas Cowboys. Can you imagine that? It actually would be perfect for their system, though, Drew. I mean, honestly, like the way that they run the football in this kind of West Coast old school offense where they want to run downhill, they want to utilize play action, like there's only really one other place. Like you talk about moving Derek to a contender, you talk about what he would do to that offense to create space for those guys. Man, you talk about physicality in the red zone. Mm. All their red zone issues disappear with Derrick Henry. They just go right out the window. And that's a team now that can just physically, like we've talked about, one of the three things you have to have, just being able to ground and pound people down there in the red zone. And now CeeDee Lamb is in one-on-one coverage every snap. You want to throw it to him? Whenever you want. Whenever you want to throw it to him. <laughs> go ahead. I think it'd be brilliant. It would be fantastic. I can't stand if the go Cowboys. For you it. grew up a Cowboys yeah, fan. I, I can't stand the Cowboys, and yet I love this for them. I really do. <laughs> I played do. for the Giants, and I don't. I can't watch the Cowboys anymore. But that would be brilliant. Oh, That'd be God, brilliant. It really would be. Uh, there's another name on your list that you wanted to throw yeah. out there because you'd like to see this young man, uh, personal friend, on the move. He is. Yeah, he's a personal friend. He's a guy that is a a hundred catch guy. I mean, Hunter Renfro. I think the world is a better place if Hunter Renfro is catching balls on third down and I don't care where he goes like I like I like Dave Ziegler I think that he I think he actually really wants to move Hunter somewhere and I don't even care if he goes to the Saints I don't really care I think the Saints have plenty of wide receivers I just want to see Hunter go somewhere where he can be productive and he can have fun because like I know that guy like he's a great team player he just wants to go out there and ball he's not getting the opportunities right now because I think that there is a sense that he's going to be traded. So they're giving him limited reps. He only really gets in. I watched the Raiders and the bears the other day when it was a blowout, just so I could see Hunter catch a couple passes. And he did towards the end of the game. He got to get in there a little bit, but man, the guy's dynamic and he could really help someone, especially on third down in the red zone. Like that's such a crucial time for quarterbacks and for offenses. He wins every time. So I think that I think that he'll get moved. I just I, I hope that he does. I hope he's not just stuck there. Hunter Renfro is a player that deserves a chance because when he is given a chance, he will take it. Look at his 2021 Pro Bowl season. Yep. 128 targets that season, 103 catches for 1,100 plus yards, nine touchdowns, 51 first downs. By the way, an 80 plus percent catch rate. Give that man I'm the you, football. He will. He'll get a spot. We interrupt this podcast to bring you five things you may have missed from week seven in the NFL. And for that, who else? Bridget Condon, welcome back to the pod. Thanks for having me back. A lot of fun stuff to talk about this week. What do you got? Let's start right right off the top. What you got? Number one. Well, it was National Tight Ends Day. Yes, so it we've got to start it with a tight end who played at a national level this week. Mark Andrews. Had it okay. I gotta say, unexpected. I thought you were going somewhere else with that tight end, Mark Ooh, Andrews. Steal yep. the spotlight, why don't you? He sure did. Mark Andrews had four receptions, 63 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns in that big win over the Lions. LeBron James was tweeting about him. How cool must that be for LeBron? You know you got to be playing really oh, well. Oh, Bridget, it happens to me all the time. I know. You know every every time after this podcast I wake up, goes. I get out of bed, I discover that, you know, a global superstar is tweeting about me. 
Um, but what was cool is they asked Mark Andrews about it post game, and yeah. he said he met LeBron at a Suns game as a kid. It feels like a full circle moment. I then had to look up his age. I'm like, as a kid, difference in age between LeBron James and Mark Andrews, 10 years. Doesn't feel like it, right? Yeah, it seems like it should be more than that. Yeah, so uh, Mark Andrews balling out. And the baller himself recognizing it, that's got to be pretty cool. It's got to be pretty cool for the Ravens to get a dominating win over the Lions. So, uh, I don't know. Happy National Tight End Day. Mark Andrews getting tweeted at by a surefire, one of the best to ever do it, Hall of Famer in basketball. There will be Hall of Fame questions about the career of Mark Andrews when he is done. That is a conversation that I look forward to having. If he continues on the pace that he's on, he may just quietly find himself with a gold jacket someday. But one thing at a time, Mark Andrews, enjoy the flowers sent your way from LeBron James. Well done, kid. What else you got? What's number two? All right, let's stick with the tight end conversation. Let's talk about the Chiefs. I know there was a okay, lot. Okay, now now we get to the, to, the, yeah. to the tight end I thought you were going to start with. There's a lot of ways we can go with this Chiefs game. Okay. So many things happened here. Yes. Yes, we're going to talk about Travis Kelsey. But, you know, we could also talk about, I don't know, a star that was at the game. <laughs> I know people are so sick of it, but Taylor Swift no, wearing I, the... I think I think people are starting to come around on this because they realize it's like anything else. It's like somebody comes once and you're like, what is that person doing here? They come a couple times. You're like, you know what? Maybe they really want to be here. They come a few times and you realize they're meant to be here. It seems, especially when you consider that, that handshake with Brittany mm -hmm. Mahomes... Look, she's really enjoying herself, and I defy anybody to tell me that this is fraudulent. It looks like pure joy uh, from her, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it all day and twice on Sundays, or 17 times on Sundays, because I think that was the final uh, number of times that they cut to the box with Taylor and Brittany. But what did you see that we may not have seen? Yeah, well, that handshake was obviously incredible. That was the awesome. I loved it. bracelet that Taylor was wearing, the 87, <gasps> the French <gasps> friendship bracelet. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was cool. But Travis Kelsey is playing lights out. He had 12 catches, 179 yards, and a touchdown during that big divisional win over yes. the Chargers. Yep. The best thing, though, from the entire day, in my opinion, was Andy Reid postgame when he said, Kelsey keeps getting better with time. Taylor can stay around as long as she wants. That's the biggest stamp of approval right there. <laughs> Why not? I could understand if she... I don't know, was bringing bad juju and the team was losing, but they're winning. Travis Kelsey's playing lights out. Doesn't seem to be a distraction. Let's let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Travis Kelsey invited Andy Reid approved. That's number two. What's number three on the list of five things we may have missed in week seven? We love seeing the behind the scenes, right? Seeing these players interact with their kids and their families and everything. And we got to see Dewan Jones, the rookie offensive tackle for the Browns, celebrating with his mom. His mom was just so proud. She came down the steps in the stadium, met him. He was on the field. They embraced in a big hug. And it's just, it must feel so cool that first year, especially in the league, your parents there, you're playing so well. He is he only allowed one quarterback pressure in that game. Didn't allow a single sack. They get the win, a one-point win over the Colts. And there's mom to celebrate with you, to give you a big embrace. It's just, 
God, it's just like so human, right? It makes you feel so good, those kinds of moments and videos, and I love it. Without a doubt, and I'm here for that, and I did not see that, so I will definitely, listener, you do the same. Let's go check out Dewan Jones celebrating that that epic game, that mm. win over the Colts. And I should think it's been one hell of a ride for Dewan Jones when you consider that just one week ago, they shocked the world and they beat the 49ers. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, as an offensive tackle, as a rookie offensive tackle, Dewan Jones had to, to ward off you know, the assault coming from one of the best D-lines in all of football. They follow it up with a less impressive defensive uh, performance for the Browns, but that offensive line played amazingly with a backup quarterback behind them, a backup running back behind them. He deserves all the joy he felt on that day because, Dewan Jones, you are having one hell of a rookie campaign. Congratulations to you and your mom. That's the third thing. What's the fourth thing we may have missed in week seven? How about another rookie we got to give his flowers to? Tyson Bajan. Boom. Maybe the story of the week for me. Amazing. He wins his first NFL start. This is a guy that played D2 in college, was undrafted, was told in college that he wouldn't be able to play D1, that he wasn't ready for it. He graduates, is undrafted, gets onto the team and starts and wins and plays a great game for this Bears team in the win over the Raiders. He, There are so many stories about him that just make you feel so good and make you inspired, right? But the coolest thing is post-game, someone asked him, what was the plan? What was your backup plan if football didn't work out? And he said he was going to crossfit his life away. That's what he said. Get as ripped and jacked as he possibly could and be a high school teacher. How can you not root for this guy? Shepherd College, I believe yes. it is. I sort of have a Shepherd muscle. University. Shepherd University, thank you. I have a muscle memory of Shepherd because as a Washington, D.C., fan, uh, the Bullets, the old Washington Bullets used to have their preseason training camp at Shepard. Um, so I kind of remembered that name and I thought, oh yeah, I've heard of this before. D2, Tyson Bajant gets a win for the Bears in relief of Justin Fields. I loved how sweet and humble he was in the locker room when he accepted that game ball. He was... It, it, well, like you said, Bridget, this kid is easy to root for. Don't love the tats, giving A.J. McCarron vibes. Um, bad tattoos are bad tattoos. But let me tell you something. This is a memory that is just as permanent, winning your first NFL game. Tyson Bajant, well done. Good for you. That's four things we may have missed in Week 7. Let's finish strong. What's the fifth? I think the coolest thing we saw on Sunday night were those Kelly Green jerseys. I loved those. I loved them. It felt so fun just watching that game complimented the Miami teal a little. I, I really liked <laughs> yes, it. Yes, on the color wheel. It all worked out. For sure. But Jalen Hurts thinking A.J. Brown was Julio Jones was so funny. This okay. is a video. <clears throat> Record scratch. What are you talking about? Okay, this is a video that the Eagles social media team posted to Twitter. Julio Jones joins the practice yes. squad last week. Yes. He then is activated and he plays his first game as an Eagles Sunday against the Dolphins. Julio Jones we think of as number 11, right? Always. With the Falcons. Always. Forever and ever. And A.J. Brown is number 11 on the Eagles. And so Jalen Hurts said he was like, oh, my God, I thought A.J. Brown was Julio Jones because of the number 11 jersey. He said he saw A.J. running and his knees were so high. He was like, he looked a lot taller. I was losing my mind thinking, is that Julio? Is that A.J.? And it's just so funny because we often forget that these changes happen so quickly when these players – 
join a team and then they're playing a couple days later, it does probably take a second That's to be like, awesome. wait a second, I forgot this guy's on my team. What number is he wearing? What is he doing? I love this. Uh, translation, once a star, always a star. Ooh, thank you. Those of you who know it. Spanish know that that was actually really quite clever on the fly. Uh, Bridget Condon, thank you so much for five things we may have missed in week seven. Remind us again where we can hit you up on Twitter at Bridget Condon underscore and then Instagram at Bridget Condon TV. We've been getting a lot of really good stuff, so continue sending them. Hey, let's look out for each other. The stuff that you see that you think that maybe we haven't seen, please send it Bridget's way and we will share it right here on the pod. Bridget Condon, thank you so much for making the time. Thanks for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with David Carr. And the final topic is Bill Folds. Sorry, Bill's folding yet again. David, what is the issue in Buffalo and how can it be fixed? It's 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 frustrating, man, because we've talked about we've talked about this. Not that it's frustrating to talk about this, but it's frustrating that they don't they they continue to allow allow it to happen. And I think that it's and I it's going to sound like it's a Josh Allen knock, but it's really not a Josh Allen knock because it's it has to go above the quarterback because there has to be someone that's making him be accountable for situations and making him get the ball out of his hand. So there's interesting numbers when you look at. Josh Allen, most quarterbacks that can move like Josh, you want to keep them in the pocket. You want to collapse, you want to rush uh, under control and, and make sure that he doesn't escape. But in reality, when I watch the Bills play now, teams are flushing him out. 
they're like, go, go ahead, get out on the perimeter to see if you can do anything. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is actually a insane thought process if you're a defensive coordinator, but it's actually not. It's brilliant because once he gets out there, now the field's kind of limited. It's cut in half. You know, they're plastering and then he runs out of room and has to throw it away. Now he'll make a big play every once in a while, but man, they don't play inside the X's and O's. And, and it's almost now where he's looking to make that big play. We talked about this a couple of years ago and even like recently with Pat Mahomes, how, you know, I, I was like, he's got to play more in the offense. Just get the ball out, get completions. We've seen him in the playoffs, Pat Mahomes, take sacks against Cincinnati, you know, take big hits, take big losses. And then he started to kind of, let me just see if I can just get this thing out. Let me play a little point guard right now. And they started playing better and better and better. And Buffalo has that ability. They have Stephon Diggs. Like they have the ability to play you know, dink and dunk, hit Stefan, right? Get the ball to your hand. Offensive system's not bad. Like, when I watch it, it's not a terrible system. And they're actually running the ball more effectively they this year than they have things. in years past. Exactly. But Josh has to take, he's got to take more of the throws that are right there. That are just, if, even if it's five yards. I understand it's boring, okay? You have this bazooka, as M. Rob likes to say, right? Attached to your right shoulder. But, like, it's okay to throw it five yards and just take that, right? There's a play, like, it was like a third and 15, you know, in the red zone the other day. And he had a guy open. That, you know, historically guys with not massive arms like me, I would have just taken that throw. He probably would have scored, right? There's a little shallow route. There's nobody on him, right? He doesn't throw it. He's looking at him. Doesn't throw it. Bounces around. Ends up throwing the ball away. It's a long field goal. They end up missing it. Like, take the points. Take the easy completion. But that happens a lot, man. It happens like 15 times a game, at least, when I watch these games. And it just kind of drives you crazy. It's like, man, just someone's got to get in his ear. And says, take the completion. Just, just move the chains. Because this team's good enough to just methodically move the chains. And like I always tell Derek, and I've said it before on the show, it's like, you can be Bruce Wayne. You don't have to throw the cape on every play. And Josh is too many times trying to be the superhero with the S on the chest, you know? It's like, you don't have to do that every time. You would play more efficient football, and then you would dare people to cover those things down. Because now all teams are doing is just kind of playing for the big play with him. And that's why they're able to run it, because there's some, some lanes in there. But... If he could package that nice run game with some quick, efficient passing, then the big throws will just kind of naturally come. Stop looking for the deep three and start yeah. dishing the ball like a proper point guard. That right. is David Carr's advice to Ken Dorsey and to Josh Allen. I think we all have muscle memory of watching the Bills lately and seeing Josh out of the pocket, intentionally out of the pocket. Yeah. And to his credit, he keeps his shoulders square, he keeps his chin up, and he keeps his eyes downfield. He remains a He's passer the whole time, which is wonderful because you wanted to get him out of this instinct rather to always run, yeah. always run for it. So he's starting to look for it. But the closer he gets to the side, sideline the more likely he is to start throwing across his body yeah. and the more he throws across his body the more likely he is to do what he's been doing now for a couple of seasons which is to give the damn ball away well, way and, too much yeah, it's a blessing and a curse because i'm guilty because i see him throw one the other day it's like two weeks ago he does that gets yep. away with a touchdown we're like oh yes. my gosh let me show it to everyone i'm, I'm like that's me that's a bad parent like i shouldn't <laughs> that's bad parenting i should not condone <laughs> that behavior because they might have been watching that in the team room and I'm like oh look this is a great play josh and i'm just like building on that so no man I, you're exactly right because he is like he is keeping his eyes down the field. He's trying to remain a passer, but I need you to be a passer in the pocket, in the confines of the. And if it's on Ken Dorsey, then it's on Ken Dorsey. If it's on Sean McDermott to have a meeting with his quarterback and be like, "Hey, man, let's just be efficient here. Let's see if we can complete 75% of our passes under two and a half seconds." Like, is that possible? Absolutely, it's possible because you just look at his numbers. He does it right when he throws it quickly. The ball's out. He's great, you know. But then something happens and he turns into this like superhero and. 
then the world just falls apart and he tries to save it. So it's like, it's, it's hard to watch, man, because I know how good he is. He's MVP level candidate. Like, yes, absolutely has that ability. They have the team, absolutely have all that, right? The one thing that they're missing is efficiency, right? And you got to play like you're a 40 year old quarterback, right? And then you can use that athleticism and that freakishness that you possess when it calls for it, when I can't use it anymore with my bad hip, right? You can use that, right? But I can go out and complete passes still, right? So do that. And then when it calls for it, those situations call for it, then break out the cape, man. Then, then go for it because that's what's going to put you guys over the edge. That's your edge. But it can't be what you use every time. Translation, David Carr says, hey, Bills, you want to get back in the win column? Get your quarterback back in the damn pocket. Yeah. I want to thank today's very special guest, David Carr. David, thank you so much for making time for us, Always bud. a pleasure, Drew. Always a pleasure. And I want to invite the listener to join us next time when we start to look ahead to Week 8 with real intention. There are some great matchups on the schedule. A lot of people out there are saying this is a down week for NFL Stop. matchups. Please, you're wrong. <laughs> we'll tell you just how wrong next time. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.